welcome back to this season of Say Something Interesting. My name is Megan, and with me is Brent, and this is the follow-up podcast for Eastlake Tri-Cities Church, and I did it out of order because I did something different. That's okay. It's season four. We're going to change it up. <laughs> I think it's season five. Five. That's what I said. My accent <laughs> makes it sound like I said four. Welcome back to five seasons of this yeah. thing. This is your third season with me, right? Yeah, I think so. I think there was a break in between, though. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I did like one, and then I had a year off, and then... For those yeah. of you who saw this pop through in your feed and thought, oh, it's back, it's been a while, yeah. or maybe you're just like, maybe, you know, didn't even know we took a break, didn't even know we were gone. <laughs> didn't even notice. Yeah, that's totally fine, too. That's You're like cats when you come home from vacation. You're like, I'm home. And they're like, were you ever gone? Oh, that's not my cats. Whatever. <laughs> they're like at the door, they're like following me around. My dog, if I go check the mail... <laughs> When I come back through the door, is like, oh my god, I thought you were gonna bring come back. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Oh my gosh. So, how's You're Megan the doing? Only person your dog is that way. That's uh, true. <laughs> it's very true. She could care less about any other human. Yeah. Well, maybe Jovi. Maybe Jovi. Yeah. <laughs> it's a battle. How was your break? It was good. It, yeah. yeah, it was nice to just kind of be. You went uh, skydiving. Yep. You went to Machu Picchu. Yep. Uh, you. <laughs> Everybody listening is like, wow, that's really impressive, Megan. Way to go uh, in a month's break. Uh, yeah, I. that was me applying the rules of yeah. improv. Yes, yes, and. Yes, I went skydiving, and also I bungee jumped. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, I did not do either of those things, yeah. but hang out. What did I do? I don't know. I didn't do a whole lot. How was, the, ready how was the end of your summer? Did you have, was it a good, uh, yeah, like, it was pretty good. I don't you know. You felt it was like refreshed chill. going back into school. You've been back at, uh, at work and at school for a couple like, weeks now. Yes. Yeah, this starting through ooh, third week yeah. of school. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I wasn't quite ready cause it was like finishing up research things, but not really cause I'm still doing it next summer and then going straight into school. So it took a minute for me to like, Change gears. I have a question for you as a professional teacher and one who works with youth and knows <laughs> going to be about your child, the youth culture, <laughs> the high school culture. My daughter yeah. goes to you're your school now. now. You're now in being immersed in high school culture, aren't you? What would be an appropriate punishment? Oh, okay. For a daughter who misses the bus. Oh, yeah. And then, as a result, forces a parent to drive her. <laughs> To school. I did hear through the grapevine what you chose to do. Yeah. <laughs> she missed the bus. This was yeah. last week. Yeah. And I said, we'll get in the car. We're going. Honestly, I would have made her walk. You don't live that far from Chihuahua. Well, I thought about that. But Kylie's like, yeah, except that she, like, Kylie does that walk. And so she knows. Um, oh, is there some sketchy? Yeah, there's okay, like okay. a couple of spots where you're like, I don't know. Maybe not her 13, 14-year-old okay, okay, okay. daughter. That's fair. Um, <laughs> and so... My first guess at what would be appropriate punishment would be, let's go drop her off immediately. Yeah. Even though nobody that she knows is going to be there for yeah. 20 it's or 30 minutes. It's a good minutes, punishment, though. Honestly. Which I thought was great. Yeah. Is and, that what you did? Uh, the first time, yeah. yes. <laughs> the first time. Um, <laughs> dropped her off, and she's like, what am I supposed to do? I said, I have no idea. Yeah. I heard you told her to go hang out with me I or did. Chris Pitzer. I did. 
Jokes on her. I don't show up until like 7.15 at the earliest. Yeah. What time do you have to be there? I have to be there at 7.30. So I Chris usually, shows up at 7.29. Yeah. I usually roll in around 7.20. Yeah. That's usually when I roll in. Yeah. Yeah. So she was there. at So she, her bus, she missed it at 6.40. Mm-hmm. I had her dropped off at her school at 6.47. I mean, the school's not even open. Like, I don't think first hour or That's zero she hour kept has saying, even Dad, started. The doors aren't even open. And yeah. luckily when we pulled up... <laughs> I saw a high school kid walking in, and I said, looks like they are. Looks like you're in luck. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think zero hour starts at 650. 6.50. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so <laughs> she got inside, and I don't even know. I just like poked around and just fished quarters and pennies out of the vending machines for a little while, see if there was anything left over. Um, homework, bring a book. Yeah. I don't know. It's a school. Be productive. Go to a library. <laughs> the library is probably not open. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> Not my problem. Again, not my problem, Megan. Let me refresh you and say, not my problem. So then what happened is it happened again. Today? Yeah, today. Okay. So then we say, all right, we'll have to just take your phone and you just don't get your phone at school today. Yeah. And what happens if there's like something, right? There are plenty of phones. All of your friends have phones. In the school building. Yeah. All of your friends have phones. every single adult that you will encounter throughout the school day has access to multiple phones. Yeah. And the ability to look up your parents' phone numbers and call them if there's an actual emergency. She knows both of our numbers by now. Exactly. I just feel like that is to walk around the school at at the high school level without a phone is kind of like the scarlet letter of probably Uh, I mean, it happens. Like, yeah. But everybody knows... Oh, that, you know what something I mean? happened. Yeah, wh- why, why aren't you texting me back? I texted yeah. you first period. Because I don't have my phone. Oh, my dad oh, took my phone. What'd you do? <laughs> I missed the bus. Yeah, I should have gotten up earlier. I should have listened <laughs> when mom said to come downstairs. Um, So I'm I'm hoping that that works. Yeah. I don't know. I have to get more creative. Now I, I, I uh, yeah, so, you know, we're working on some things. We're working through some stuff. So Yeah, it's a whole brave new world. Brave High new school world discipline. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't have to do that because I'm a teacher. That's right. I'm not a parent. We were supposed to go to our first uh, our first Friday Night Lights football game on Ooh, Friday yeah, night. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because she's not high school, right? And so we were like, okay. You uh, should go this Friday, though, because it's Gravel Pit, which is like the rivalry between Pasco and my, Chihuahua. My plan is to. I have a friend coming into town, uh, okay. so I don't know that he's going to be fired up uh, about okay. the Gravel Pit, but we'll see. <laughs> I might be there. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, that just <laughs> added to it. Um, but we were, we were playing. Uh, it was a home game against uh, Hanford this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were like, do you want to go? Let's go. Let's do this. And then she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let, we'll, yeah, that'd be awesome. And then somebody called her up to babysit, and she had dollar signs in her eyeballs. Yeah, like her father. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so she's like, I'm going to go babysit and make money. And we were yeah. like, all right. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yep. We stayed home. and Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah so. it's fun. The football games are fun. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. It'll be yeah. fun. It sounds like they got a good team this year, which is always exciting. And uh, I don't know. I haven't heard a ton because the teacher next door to me is the line coach, the O-line coach. And so um, he hasn't said a ton, although he hasn't complained as much as he did last year. So that's a good sign. That's a good sign. <laughs> we went to I went to the JV soccer game last Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Did London make the volleyball team? She did. I okay. went to her first volleyball game. Was that on Thursday it's, as well? It's a little awkward because... Um, there's the she made the sophomore team even yep. though she's a freshman which is okay. great but the sophomore team plays on this side of the gym and then uh, the JV team plays right on here and I'm sitting on uh, you can't see this if you're listening to this yeah. like print this doesn't make sense but to watch my daughter I can see through her team to the JV team where they're 
clearly. Wait, so she on like the C team? She's on the C team. Okay. Yes. Um, and so the the so level. So it's like varsity, JV, C team. That's the that's levels. The, and then there's a freshman team too. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, the the level of quality of play between these two. Yeah. I like I watched the varsity and JV. The varsity is definitely better than the JV, but yeah. it's it's relatively it's closer, close. Yeah. The yeah. the gap between these two mm-hmm. is massive. Yeah. On both teams, it's yeah. not like oh, Chiawana is just an exception. Yeah. On whoever they were playing, and you have to you you can't watch one without seeing the other one. Yeah. And they're so <laughs> it's really <laughs> yeah, but, hard. But that's why you like. I mean, next year when she, when if she makes JV, right? Like that's because she spent this time learning. Hundred like, percent. But yeah. what they should do is issue competitive dads like me some of those horse blinders. <laughs> Where you can you can only see what's your child your child right in front of you in the context like, of the hey, other players at the same level as good, them. That yeah. was a good hit because all I see is why aren't you doing what she's doing over yeah, there? Well, that girl is like a senior Not or a junior. There are some and, freshmen on that team, <laughs> or has been playing That's league yes. volleyball Plays since she was like a fetus. Ten, yes, absolutely. Parents have invested multiple yeah, thousands yeah. of dollars into the. It was AAU. pretty fun going to the JV soccer game though, because like listening to all the parents in the stands is hilarious. Yeah. And like just them giving directions, and you're like, you think your kid can hear you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly not the case. And uh, yeah, it just made me chuckle the whole time. But I went because like one of my favorite students, she asked uh, she asked me to come, and so I went. But she didn't even see me. But I told her the next day. Are you familiar with high school volleyball? I, I hate to get in the weeds here, guys. I'm so sorry. If you're like, Brent, come on. Come, this is not what this podcast is about. I understand. I, I'm, Except for I this just, podcast is about our I lives. I want you to right relate now, to my pain yeah. for a half a second. Okay. okay. I mean, I'm familiar with volleyball. <sighs> okay. But they, I don't know that high school. What are, I understand that how they similar rotate is it to, the positions. Right? Do you know that they rotate yeah, positions? Yeah, yeah. But they do that at like college. Yes. To a certain extent and even like professional to a certain extent. Yes. I don't I I don't get it. I don't understand it. They it seems like you could start off in other they 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 have weird they hold hands in certain places. They 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 they, they, they then they they hit it and then they move to different spots and you're yeah. like why didn't you just start there? Why can't you learn to play I can play front right and I can also play back middle. Yeah, but like tennis, they have like set places that they have to be during service and then they're allowed to move within that, right? Yeah, there are certain lines you can't go back in front, but it it just, I'm watching this and I'm like, I, it doesn't make any sense. Like, there's no, doesn't seem to be any logic to it. It's just part of the game. I know. There doesn't mean, like, there's no logic in, like, football, why you start here and go there and move this and do that. And, like, there's a lot of it and why you have to set up in this certain way at this certain place. Like, why do you have to. I'm trying to think of know, another sport that doesn't have that has this sort of thing and I can't think of it. I know there are different formations in football. <laughs> there's different formations in baseball. There's like the, the, the shift and yeah. all that kind of stuff. But this one just doesn't make any sense because I think like at the high school level, it doesn't look sensical, but like once no. you get to professional, oh. it does have more okay. like meaning and reason. Behind it feels it. like these girls are spending an inordinate amount of energy trying to navigate where to move once the ball is hit, where you're just like, if you would just play volleyball, I think you would do better. Except for there's like, the point of C-team is to teach, right? To teach the fundamentals of this game that we're playing and doing. Uh-huh. And so you don't, like, yeah, it looks clunky, but yeah. that's the the purpose is education, mm. is like sports education, not 
competitive dad. No. Like, no. Change uh, your framework. I believe the point of all sports <laughs> is to win the no. game. No. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Uh, uh, yeah, we will not find agreement on this. Yeah, I'm sure. probably not. Probably not. <laughs> so I've got like 19 more home games to, uh, to can do fight it. through and make this thing happen. I'll, I'll come to one. You should. Yeah. yeah. I try and go to most of them. You probably get them for free. Actually, I don't always, but um, it you have to like volunteer to be able to get in for free, and oh. I don't like to do that. Yeah, so. no kidding. <laughs> Can't stand that. But the JV game, there was no one anywhere, so I watched that for free. There you go. It's <laughs> like, I don't. Where do you pay for soccer? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there was no one there. No one cared. I was gonna say <laughs> they would lose money. Yeah. To have somebody there to take money to yeah. watch JV soccer. Um, unfortunately, uh, they played Hermiston and they kicked their butts. Good. So they won eight nil. That's good. It was pretty. It was actually kind of sad at the end. But yeah. yeah. Hey, my wife talked on Sunday. Yes, she did. Yeah, it was uh, really, really exciting. This is we're gonna shift to the point of the podcast yeah. now. Um, <laughs> yeah, we we, uh, we started a brand new series, a series on work, and uh, we're calling it "Making More Than a Living." And she did. She came to me a couple of months ago and said, "Hey, I've got this thing. I think I'd like to." talk about and share about like I, I i feel like i'm ready like i'm in a season where you know school's back and the kids are kind of doing some things and i've got a little bit more free time even though it's not a ton of free time but a little bit more than i'm maybe used to in the summer mm-hmm. and i just been reading some of this and just feel like i'm supposed to talk about it and okay. so we said okay let's do it and that's exciting and then she's like i, I think i just want to do this one by myself and i'm like great and then like a week out she's like no nah, i think i want you to do it with me no 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 you're gonna do it by yourself this is great <laughs> Uh, it was so great yeah. to watch her uh, work through a message, writing, prep, waking up that morning, delivering it, and feel you know it's it's just fun to be on the other side of it, mm-hmm. um, and uh, to have a nice week off and and be around and do that. It was yeah. great, and then and then she did just did fantastic too. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to it, you can go to eastlaketricity.com slash talks or, or download our app, and you can access it via there but she uh she talked about you know starting with the end of the mind rethinking the handoff um we talked a little bit about the story in uh second samuel about david wanting to build the temple and then god telling him not the the image this isn't for you to do this Mm -hmm. is a a job that i'm i've not commissioned you i've not asked you to do this you've kind of taken it upon yourself Mm -hmm. you think that this is what you would somebody like me would want somebody like you to do, but I uh, that's not me talking, right? And how how often does that take place? I'd be like, I got you something. I didn't ask you to get me anything. Yeah, yeah, but like I should do this, and you're like, I don't no, want this from actually, you. Actually, yeah, you shouldn't. This do is, it. You shouldn't do this. This is not. This is not what. Uh, this is not where we're at in this relationship. Yeah. <laughs> how about no? Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, and then mm. likening it a little bit later to uh, well and then and then saying I love that piece too that she did the for this is a foreshadowing of somebody like somebody not like you is going to do what I've asked them to do right mm-hmm. a, a clearer picture of me a a more honed in picture which you know Solomon would have been that in, in, to some degree from David and then also pointing more towards yeah. a, a new and greater Solomon in in the person of Jesus is yeah. an accurate reflection of who is supposed to come in and kind of point directly to it which is awesome. Uh, and then uh, that piece about community, the First Corinthians chapter thirteen piece, and we always liken it to a, a marriage verse, but it really has. That would have been if somebody had said, "Oh, to Paul, oh, that's the you wrote the marriage chapter." He'd have been like, "What are you talking about?" Nope. 
Um, I said like three things about marriage ever. Yeah. <laughs> that, you know, that he, he, I think he would say you could apply that to that, yeah. but that's, I didn't sit down and go, you know what? I want to write something that's going to be read for centuries at weddings. <laughs> um, that's not it. And being patient, being kind and being thoughtful and, and not envious and boastful and all of that as it relates to handoffs and, and, um, who comes after you and, and who you, who works for you, who mm-hmm. takes over your position when you leave. Um, we're always going through those kinds of work transitions. We're always, we're always in that, in those relationships. We're either owls or squirrels or at one point in another, uh, those are analogies. If, if I, if you weren't there, you're like, what do you, he just made a hard left turn there. Um, uh, as a preschool teacher, she came up with some great pictures yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was funny to hear people behind me go whispering back to each other. Oh, I'm definitely, Oh, that's funny. Um, I was sitting next to someone who I won't name, and uh, I was like, which one do you think you are? And they go, I think I'm a hippo. <laughs> that's hilarious. And I lost it completely. <laughs> Translation. What what exactly would entail the hippo? She did explain it to me, but I like I don't remember. She word eats for word both now. owls and no, no, squirrels. No, no, it was like I'm just I'm like just sitting, waiting, ready. Yeah. I handle yeah. in my business, but and also not I'm, to... I'm very deadly. Yeah, <laughs> I kill more people uh, than, than you would than you would think. Yeah. <laughs> I kill more human beings on an annual basis <laughs> than almost any other animal on the planet. Yep. Uh huh. That's mostly because of like ability to intersect. But right. Um. But yeah. In I was like, whoa, not expecting. <laughs> That was like completely left field. I'm trying to remember who you were sitting by now. I was <laughs> I was watching it. You were in the lo- you were in the back left. I was in the back middle. Yep, yep. Uh, anyways, yeah. <laughs> I think I think she listens to this podcast. Uh, yeah, it was really funny though. I definitely I lost it. I was laughing really hard. Yeah, because I was like, not what I expected to come out of your mouth right. at all. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I derailed. No, that's good. <laughs> I was trying to get my train of thought back on, onto it. Uh, she had plenty of shots to, to chances to take shots at, at yeah, me or us. And, your wife and is a genuinely good human. She's and so. a really good human. <laughs> Unlike her husband. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, but uh, I, I did. I like that picture of it because uh, you know you think of owls wise, you think of squirrels as energetic and and all over the place. But she, like she said, you see a lot more dead squirrels on the road than you see owls. You know yeah. what I mean? And <laughs> And uh, you got to be careful with some of that. Yeah. I mean, I've seen some owls, but it happens. It's not like unheard of. <laughs> yeah. But when you see an owl down yeah, the road, you're like, whoa, whoa, that's an owl. Yeah. yeah. You see that's where you're like, oh, poor little guy. I mean, that's not a perfect analogy, but it's, yeah, it works. Right. Yeah. It works out. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, what were some of the things that you wrote down? Uh, I didn't write anything down about that, but I did listen. I was there, obviously. Um, I just, I really liked the thinking about how you leave things and how you like, even if you do feel like you're early in your career, like knowing, I think when you're in a job, knowing you are 100% replaceable is a really important mindset to have. And at so, all times, at all not, times. not just like, Oh, these are my fading years of this yeah, thing. No, I, I, I want to finish yeah, strong. No, at all times at all you times. are 100% replaceable. Yeah. That doesn't mean what you're doing is invaluable. Correct. Um, or that what you're doing isn't unique to you or that you don't bring something special and amazing to whatever it is you're doing, but you are in fact replaceable. Yeah. And so if you are working with that mindset and thinking about it that way, 
you often are thinking about, okay, how do I want to leave this for someone else? Yeah. Or how do I make sure I'm doing this in a way that others can come behind? Because I am going to be replaced at some point. I am going to move. I'm going to retire. I'm going to whatever. And something is going to replace me because I have vacated this, outgrown this, whatever. And so when you have that mindset of like, how do I want to leave this? How do I want to work through this so that it's left well? I think it changes it changes how you interact with people who have more experience than you and it changes how you interact with people who have less experience than you. Yeah. Because those are the people who are going to take over that. And so you if you care about what you do, you want them to do well and so you spend that energy like investing into them and making sure that they have the tools they need to be successful. Yeah. Uh, and on that same vein, I was thinking through how there is definitely an, if you're, you know, you've heard in, uh, anti-capitalist rants, uh, on uh, using the same phrase of you are always irreplaceable, right? Like don't let them convince you that your family, <laughs> that this job is your, your family. Yeah. Um, like if you're gone next week, mm-hmm. they'll find somebody to yeah. do what you're doing. So therefore I think the essence for them is, like don't sink too much teeth into this job. Yeah. Don't let your identity be wrapped up. And there's there's a healthiness to it, but there's also like then then what? Then I'm completely dis disassociated with no, this. No, there's position? a balance. Like yes. like everything. A hundred percent. So a hundred percent. But that's what that's what I'm yeah. saying. So then the point becomes what is then the motivation for this? And the motivation uh, for this is I've been given it's a stewardship thing. I've been mm-hmm. given some uh, this opportunity with this talents with what I have and and with my time here, I'm going to do the best that I can. Why? Again, as Paul would say in Colossians 3:23, work do whatever you do, do it with all your heart as if mm-hmm. working unto the Lord, not for men, not for the applause of men, not for the approval of men, uh, but I'm doing this because this is what I feel called to do and I uh, I have responsibility to kind of live out my faith through my through my quality of work mm-hmm. and um and that's uh, and so it's going to show up in this in this way, which I think is a a more healthy, streamlined, middle line approach than what exactly what yeah. we're saying. Which well, is, and it's like okay, yes, and with that approach, that means that you say no, right? And that means that you step away and put your family first, and invest in other relationships, Correct. and grow other aspects of your life that are going to bring just as much glory to God. Through those being healthy and like amazing examples of how to be in healthy relationships with other humans. And so don't lose who you are into this career Mm -hmm. or this job that like because that's not healthy either. Like it's about that. I'm going to put my best into this because I am a steward of this position and I want it to be able to continue into the future. But that doesn't mean I'm going to lose who I am into it. Correct. Right. It, it it become it can be on on one side of thing like this ego slash humility battle mm-hmm. over here of I'm wrapping my whole thing into this and I need to approach it with humility and also um, stewardship versus I don't know rejection of, of yeah. this whole th- <laughs> the whole system or whatever <laughs> uh, on the other way and like you said I yeah. know that there's always a middle ground there's always so, a, yep. that's always the best place yep it's good we're yeah. we're gonna be talking about rethinking the the point rethinking the payoff uh, and rethinking uh, the there's another p in there I can't remember what I <laughs> I don't have it in front of me right now but uh, that's those are the 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 whole the direction of the series that we're gonna yep. do so I'm back this weekend with part two. Uh, to kind of continue this four-part series nice. on work. So hopefully you can check it out in person. 
Uh, you want to jump into some something interesting? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, you opened, opened, right? Yeah. Um, so she mentioned uh, Mikel Arteta as the coach of the Arsenal yeah, football yeah. squad and the kind of lamp did this. and light situation. Yeah. Uh, and we have been watching an all or nothing documentary, uh, which is basically hard knocks for it, Premier League. For Premier League. Okay. And it's on Amazon Prime, which is great because how many people have Amazon Prime? A lot, right? You should be able to find this, no problem. And it has been (laughs) – that's what – the one thing when she was talking about, I was like, oh, tell them them it's like this thing, like this. uh How else would you have seen this? And it's a fantastic approach. They do it to a different – a uh, different football uh, slash soccer squad every year. It's not just in the Premier League. They've okay, done yeah. Juventus. Uh, they've done Tottenham. They've done all kinds of different yeah. things. And uh, it's it's been really, really brilliant. It's a lot less language um, than Hard Knocks, <laughs> <laughs> which just finished uh, with the Detroit, uh, Detroit Lions. And yeah. it was also really fantastic. That's on HBO, a little bit harder to find, but uh-huh. you can do it. Um, but I just love the behind-the-scenes... Uh, approach to this the hu- the the humanity behind the sport the mm-hmm. or the players that fought hard didn't make the team or did make the team and and you see that piece of it because yeah. in sports you can get tied into win-loss records and who's doing this and how many yards and all that and the, and the performance piece of yep, it yep. and forget that these are human beings with yep. like kids and families and and i'm playing for my dad i'm playing for my brother who's yep. incarcerated i'm playing for whatever all this kind of stuff and anytime you can bring in those kind of backstories, I just think it makes the whole product more meaningful. And uh, and that's been that's been true for Hard Knocks. It's been true for All or Nothing. Um, and uh, so it just I enjoy it, especially on that professional level when they're they are uh, what you see as a very disciplined product. A and, and you get to see kind of the messiness behind the scenes a little yeah, bit. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so check it out. Sounds cool. All right, what do you got for us? I got some science facts, yo. Uh, of course you do. <laughs> this is our earth science teacher, everybody. No, I teach biology. Biology, Thank that's you what I meant. very Whatever. much. Whatever, it's the same thing. Um, <laughs> rude. <laughs> I, was, I just said that for the look that you gave me. She, if looks could kill, I would, there would be a, I'd like to report a murder in the building, please. Uh, okay, my facts are about millipedes. I listened to a Ooh. podcast yesterday and they were interviewing a millipede scientist. Okay. Which is a diplopedologist. Say that five times fast. Yeah. Um, and did you know that most millipedes don't actually have a thousand legs? Uh, I I would say yes because I feel like I've seen pictures of them and I'm like, there's no way there's yeah. a thousand legs. Well, on. they're only an inch long, two inches long sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So they just found like a deep uh, underground millipede species in Australia that's like three and a half inches long and it actually has a thousand legs. They it did actually, it, guys. We did it. Yeah, it actually has um, 1,300 legs. Okay. So 1,306 legs. They counted them. And <laughs> How'd you like to have that job? Yep. And its name is Eumillip- uh, Millipedes Persephone. They call it the Persephone millipede. Okay. Um, anyway, and uh, yeah, it was found in Australia and... They, Which like, is not surprising, right? Australia yeah, yeah, has sure. all the weird stuff that's like we. And it's found in like a you. really, really deep cave. Oh. Apparently, the like millipede scientists I was listening to. Apparently, they have so many legs because most of them live underground, and so it helps them like shuffle soil and stuff out of their way. And they actually don't do great on like the surface of the earth or like a flat surface. It, they don't look very good at all. But the reason they have all of them is cuz like they need to be able to like dig in the ground. I think stuff. what's far more impressive than that 
is the fact that you listen to a millipede scientist <laughs> on some po- some obscure podcast. It's not that obscure. The podcast is called Ologies, and she like interviews different scientists every from week. all of the different fields. Yeah, from all sorts of different fields. Yeah, it's really cool. And also, I think that you get in your car at school <laughs> at three fifteen on Mondays when we record and just say Siri, play me something obscure. And it does it, and then you come here, and then you try and you know <laughs> impress us with all uh, of your smarts. Listen, just because I am more knowledgeable than you uh, doesn't mean you have to be a hundred percent true. A hundred percent true. That's it. Mm, you can just pack that jealousy away, Brent yeah, Johnson. I, I will try and do my best. <laughs> You're the millipede queen. You got it. Uh, yeah. Did you know millipedes are vegetarian? I didn't know that. Uh, they eat like detritus and stuff, but centipedes eat uh, animals. Like carcasses, is that what you mean? Centipedes? Like, of, I, I would never think of a centipede or a millipede as. I would not be shocked that they were vegetarians. No, millipedes eat leaves, but centipedes eat meat. I okay, I didn't. Yeah. I, oh, that's interesting. It? It's like a decomposition <laughs> yeah. type stuff. Also, the guy on the podcast. This is a little terrifying. So get ready, everyone. Okay. Apparently, there are centipedes in like. I want to say Indonesia. If you tell me they eat humans. No, they don't I eat humans, be. but they eat bats. They okay. like hang down and they like catch bats and eat them. Oh, so they're big ones then. Yeah, they're like huge, big I, I thought you meant like, like in the you know, rainforest. Things die, they lay on the ground and then no, bugs come they like them. No, ca- they like catch them mm. and eat them, which is kind of terrible. That feels like a Star Wars yeah. thing. Was that, a, was that a millipede? That <laughs> no, but apparently it was on planet ship? Earth, but I don't remember that part. Oh. Anyway. Okay. So. All right. My kids, speaking of Star Wars, I introduced my kids to episode four of the other night. The youngest three. London had already seen it. But, yeah. you know, there's a five-year gap between them. And yeah. uh, they were watching some lip sync thing on, <laughs> you know, on the Star Wars deals. I don't know if you've seen those ones. but uh, No? They're cheesy. They're funny. Whatever. Okay. And then I was like, have you guys seen the real one? They're like, no. And I'm like, let me turn it on. And, and then it was supposed to be like, let me turn it on while mom and dad go upstairs to watch something else. Yeah. And then I'm like an hour into it. And it's like the <laughs> cantina scene. And Kylie's like, are we watching a show or are you just down here watching it with them? <laughs> like, apparently I'm, like, I'm down here. I'm in. No. So then I left, but it was good. Uh, all right, that'll do it for this yeah. week's episode of Say Something Interesting. Um, we are right at 30 minutes. We crushed it. We did it. Everybody, yeah, yes. congratulations us. <laughs> Welcome back. We're so glad that you found us again, and uh, we'll be back uh, every week with hot takes on centipedes, hot takes on <laughs> high school volleyball football, uh, or volleyball, uh, and anything that we are talking about as a church. If you are in the Tri-Cities, we'd love for you to join us in person, 8.30. No, not 8.30, 10. Nope. I almost screwed 9, up the times. 9.15 and 10.30. Thank you. Those are our new service times. Yeah, and they are. Kudos to everyone for figuring it out this weekend. We had a great turnout, which yeah. was awesome. So 9.15, 10.30 in person, uh, 10.30 online for those of you uh, watching on the live stream. And uh, we can definitely get you home in time for football and all that good stuff. Yeah. And if nothing else, you can watch it on replay and then follow up with this podcast and you'll be good to go. For sure. For the week. Have a great week, everybody. See you next week. Bye.